You've finally done it. You've made the leap into unlife and claimed your very own corner of lichdom. Late nights of magical study, raising an undead army. There's so much to do. And practicing evil isn't the team sport it used to be. Competition is fierce. But who has the time or manner to ward every tome against prying eyes? Phil's phylactery protection program can help. At 4Ps we provide the safest, most reliable in undead personal storage. While you focus on what you do best, conjuring evil, sacrificing virgins, and making the world a darker place, we'll guard your most precious secrets. You can enjoy your dreams of world conquest knowing the 4Ps are on the job. Try our basic level of protection free for one month and we'll throw in the souls of three ED suffering elves. Absolutely free. Phil's Phylactery Protection Program. Safe, sinful security solutions. Welcome to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D. I'm Jason Onspock, your Dungeon Master. Well, not your Dungeon Master, but I'm the Dungeon Master of this eclectic group of writers and one writer's wife. Happy to have you all here. Allison, how are you doing? I'm doing good. She's actually now a published writer. Whoa. 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 Look at Jason. Cool. is pulling down the man card on her. Nice <laughs> going, Jason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking audience. See, why don't you tell them what you wrote here? Yeah, let's hear it. I contributed a chapter to a book called um, Voices. Oh, I can't remember the name now. Um, Mind Comp. <laughs> that's coming out next month. Mind Comp Two. This time it's personal. <laughs> Quickening. <laughs> Mind Comp Two. Electric Boogaloo. Damn it! I was going to say that. Still John's joke. Damn you, Nick. Uh, I am priceless. Voices of victory over violence. That's it. Ooh. I yeah. contributed a chapter um, concerning domestic violence, in particular verbal abuse and the lasting <laughs> impacts of that. So I guess what you're saying is all of our humor recent leading up to this was completely inappropriate. <laughs> trauma. You guys are always inappropriate. And what an awesome, worthy topic. And if there's you know ever any way that, you know, we can uh we have some money to to give to a charity this is something we should we should all think about seriously but uh there you go that's awesome but you know what Allison since since we're on the subject we have a lot of male and female listeners let's just say in the off chance someone's listening to the show who's experiencing a domestic violence issue what should they do i would suggest basically there's lots of um national domestic violence hotline numbers um calling and t- talking to a professional because uh, even somebody that is considering leaving or isn't sure if what they're experiencing is domestic violence, it's great to talk to somebody uh, outside the situation who can listen, verify what is happening, and also safety planning is critical because somebody that is 
hoping to leave a situation like that, it can be extremely dangerous. Leaving is the most dangerous time. That is when most homicides happen. Okay. And you mean the situation from Jersey Shore, that guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Nick bringing up the whole subject here. Yeah. <laughs> and on that. Can I just time up for a second? If you ever hang out with Nick Cole, domestic violence is the thing that he always wants to group on. He doesn't believe it's real. <laughs> it's true. I have to say that for Nicole because I know that she hits me because she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. This is funny and sad at the same time. So let's get into let's get into the actual adventure. And I'm going to ask. That's, that's how you start the episode. It's funny and sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically our consent often is right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's have Chris Porto remind our readers what happened last week. Okay, so we were uh, stuck in the kitchen of the jail, and we uh, looked around, saw some cheese and, and uh, fruit on a plate. Entendre helped herself to some of that, and uh, then we managed to successfully search quickly and found a secret door, found some stairs, went downstairs, and we found a room with a mysterious chair and some levers and an extremely well-reinforced door at one end. And after a couple of attempts to unlock the door, uh, decided to end the episode. And you know how sometimes you think of something really brilliant to say, but you don't say it at that moment, but you think of it later? Mm-hmm. Funny and sad was pretty much the summation of my entire acting career. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you no, and millions of others, Nick. Don't worry but, about but it. But, Nick, that's alone. perfect, right? I mean, you had the, the dramatic and yeah. you had the comedic. It's exactly. almost like your entire career represented those icons. I know. Exactly. Well, now let's, get our, let's all use our acting chops here and let's role play ourselves into the story. So you're standing here debating what to do with your levers. Uh, what do you want to do, Party? Um, I'm feeling that we should leave this room and this whole building and, and get on with ourselves. I mean, what are we going to find down here? Dead bodies? We can't just not pull the levers, guys. That's just crazy. We'll leave the room. <laughs> you go ahead and pull the levers. and Yeah, we'll leave the room. Else. You pull all the levers you want. And when you're done, follow us. <laughs> Fine. I'm good. Just to, to settle this question, I'm going to take the westernmost lever. John, you, I mean, Proteus, my new crime friend buddy, you take the other one. I have like and let no us leave the room points. first. I have like no hit points. Come on, guys. It should be like a warrior or something. Where are you going, kid? <laughs> All right. So now it's it's uh, Jack Ransom and Promius standing by the letter levers. Everyone else has sorry, left what, the room. What, what is what is Nick's character's name again? Jack okay. Random. <laughs> All right. So what I'm going gonna... to do is I'm going to do a three count, okay, uh, Nick? <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna... to do now, a wait, three. Wait, wait. Do we pull on three or do we wait till you say three and then pull? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. All I'm saying is <laughs> there's a three <laughs> count. <laughs> there is a Jason, three count. Captain, Jason, Captain Jack Random gives his best, brightest, showiest smile and pulls the lever. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm just saying there's a three so, count. So the western <laughs> lever is pulled, and you hear the familiar sound of one of the portcullises uh, closing down. So it controls a portcullis right on the west side of the building. It was one that had been opened that you passed through. Now it's closed. I'll yell out, it's the gate, get up here. Okay. <laughs> All right, I pull my lever, 
I pulled uh, my lever because I just joined the game. You can't possibly kill me. So. <laughs> you know, John, this is a thing. Uh, a spear shoots out from the wall and goes through your eye. No, same thing. It's the lever on the other side. It's it's the lever that controls the portcullis on the east side. So you, so found, my lever, you found two portcullises. Holding my lever, John, is code, so. Uh, wait, wait, there's obviously this more. Cool? There's obviously more levers somewhere. Perhaps they're behind the door that you can't open. Uh, but these control two immediate spots. Yeah, keep pulling with your levers, guys. Keep playing hey, with your levers. Is this is this door made of wood? It is made of wood. It's a, a thick oak door. Do we have the ability to make fire? <laughs> To perhaps melt the door in heat, <laughs> to burn it up. Typically, it doesn't <laughs> melt, but <laughs> burn down yeah, the jail around us. Great idea. Right, I explain to you nice. basic facts of the earth. So here, <laughs> it doesn't melt. Um, but you're asking me, and uh, I think that's really uh, something that the players are going to have to answer. Anyway, I posit the idea that we could perhaps burn or melt the door. Because having a fire in the under in an underground environment is such a great idea. Well, you know, you hold your breath. <laughs> well, as I, as I recall, the, the the ceiling is made of thatch. Oh, forget yeah, this. The, the, the ceiling is sa- is thatch, and uh, and the and it's a wood ceiling as well. So and it would be a tarred to help keep the water out. So if Never a fire breaks out, it, it might not be well for you. Hey, Let's back up a little bit, party, and just remember that we were sent in here to do a job. Job done. Now, let's go get some rewards. Okay, let's go. Can I take a nap? So, Jason, right. I'd like to advance and say the party egresses the jail through the front entrance. All right, well, the front entrance is barred. But, again, you can, <laughs> you can through leave the kitchen. Through, that, uh, through that firewood uh, lean-to. You can just walk right out into the alley. Let's right. do that. Can I take a nap? No, I guess not. We're all moving. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. It's fine, Jason. You don't have to huff and puff over there. We can hear your breathing over the damn phone. I don't think that's me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, no. see? See? You see? All right. You're outside. You're in beautiful harmonia. Yes. <laughs> Midday. Where you going, kid? And you've got the city or the town to yourself. You don't see anyone outside that seems to be looking for you in particular. Uh, but again, you're just in an alley. Hey, let's go to a let's go to a bar. Let's go to a tavern right now. Get some drinks, chill out, relax, think about what we just did. Think about the jail. Well, who's in charge of the jail that we uh, were dragged well, there to do this job? The jailer? Well, actually, I, yeah. Well, actually, I think the citizens who pay tax money. Yeah, where's, where's he? where did he go? Well, you don't see him in this alley. Let's run down to the town. <clears throat> Are there people? There's nobody about? No, no, there's no one walking down the street. Um, but you can see at the end of the alley, you can see people kind of walking on the main thoroughfare that you're in. No, let's go to the nearest tavern. If this guy... Come on, jailers are drunks. Let's go to the nearest tavern, find out where his house is. Let's go kill him in his house in front of his kids as a warning to the others. <laughs> Not in front of his kids. Well, oh, that's yeah. just mean. Whatever, man. Whatever. No, seriously, let's go to the tavern. Let's do that. A tavern's a good place. I could get it, you know, like, give me like a half hour. I got to close my eyes for a little bit. We'll do that. And then we'll just like, we'll find out where that jailer lives. That makes sense. That makes sense! 
<laughs> the tavern is actually not a bad idea. I was going to say, I hate to agree with the madman, but taverns are great places for finding information. Tavern, yeah, classic D&D next time. Whatever the son of a bitch lives, I'm going to kill him from his kids. <laughs> Jason, I'm going to step out to the front of the alley. Does that take us to the front of the building? It does take you to the front of the building, so you're like at the at the mouth of it. You're just trying to peer around to see what's there? Yeah, I just want to see if there's a reception committee kind of waiting there. There's us. there's two two guards stationed there. Um, they look like they're the same build as the guards that were slaughtered by the werewolf. Um, but they're just kind of standing there. I say we go out the back alley mm-hmm. and find a tavern that way. Wait, aren't we going to take credit for killing the werewolf? No, well, no, no. Not after they locked us in there. I don't trust him. Not only no, the were- not only too. the werewolf died in there too. So. Oh well, yeah, you got tears for a werewolf, huh? So I, they're they're talking to each other. I don't know if you want to. What you? What I would you like to do? eavesdrop. Okay. I would like to eavesdrop on what they're saying. All right. Oh no no. Yeah. So they're discussing yeah. the conversation. A uh, couple of days, maybe. Just got to be sure, you know. You fight one of those, you might become one. Eh, just got to take, can't take chances, that's all. What dicks? <laughs> Hold on, brain. So it's clear they're talking about how long they're going to have to be stationed in front of the jail, and you're gathering that the reason that they locked you up is because they wanted to make sure you didn't contract lycanthropy. Well, I don't plan to stay in jail for a couple of days, so let's go out the back. Yeah, I would say I would say I agree with Allison. Like, um, obviously, these people sort of are, are users, and 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 they, yeah, let's just leave them and go to a tavern. Okay. Can yeah. we take? Can we go the other? Is there? Oh yeah, you can go a, the other way. It's an open throw. It's not a dead end. Or yeah, let's like go the other way and inquire of a of an inn. Fine, barkeep. Okay. All right, so you're going to go look for an inn. Now, this is going to be me playing helpful GM. Um, I remember, I remember I a ranger. A change. I, re- I know. I remember a ranger having, having some trouble, hurting things, and he might want to find a weapon shop that could give him weapons that could actually harm. That's right. The supernatural creatures he's going to That's encounter right. for the rest of the campaign. Oh, I see. Okay. Come on, get now. Um, well, is there, on the other side of the alley, is there a townsperson we might ask a couple of questions of? Yeah, there's townspeople all over the place. So, uh, again, you're <laughs> outsiders, and, um, you know, John Monk has a pointy hat, I assume, with stars and uh, half moons. <laughs> yeah, so, it's stupid. So there. It's got the word dunch written across the top. <laughs> it's got alpha and omega on the top. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a fraternity. Promius, Promius knows how to brand himself. Um, uh, and, and I'm going to, on the uh, back I, of his robe is I heart magic. <laughs> it's a smiley emoticon. He, found, he saw uh, into the future. Ask a villager, Perhaps you, uh, excuse me, good sir. Uh, I'm I'm a woman. <laughs> Man. Excellent. I, now that I notice your ample bosom, I can see clearly you're quite <laughs> fetching. Um, and she blesses. I an um, I, would you mayhaps know a fine inn where I may enjoy myself with my compatriots? Well, I'm fu- looking for forward. Ev- everyone knows that the finest inn in town is the Crystal Club. That's right. I heard about that. Is there something a little bit down market? Uh, well, <laughs> yes. If you go to the outer walls, you'll find establishments. Anyone in particular? I <laughs> wouldn't know. Oh, I heard Crystal Club. So you're saying Crystal Club is the way to go. 
Oh, that's where everyone who's anyone goes. If you can sing well enough, you might even be able to be uh, on stage. All right, ah, I mean, yes, I am quite the singer. Um, one last shop. Is there is, is there a weapon shop uh, along the way where one might obtain weapons? Uh, yes, there are blacksmiths all throughout town and silversmiths. Just walk, you'll find one. All right, silversmiths. Then, thank you. Like this way, Crystal Club is this way, and I'll pull point towards that way. Uh, no, it's the other way towards the cliffs by the waterfall. Oh, oh excellent. Thank you so much. All right. Party, I suggest we head towards the Crystal Club and stop at a weapon shop along the way. Uh, that sounds like We're exciting. A um, I don't need any weapons. I have a gun because I'm a real person. So uh, you guys can go screw off. I'll go to Crystal Club myself. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to pound some. Hey, while we're here, I asked the lady, is there a wizard shop around? Wizard shop? <laughs> yeah, go ask him with a straight face. She just looks at you. Why, yes, how many wizards would you like today? She looks at you, her face blanches, and she hurries away, pulls up her skirts, and hurries away. No, she, hold on. She, pull, oh, she pulls up her skirts. Is she? You know how it is. You know, just a couple inches so that you don't trip over your own dress. There you go, kid. Okay. All right, so so we're going to head to the weapon shop first, or the silversmith, whichever we pass first. Yeah, you can pass whatever I, one. Really, you know, this first. is this is open to your your desire. If you want to role play with the weapons keeper, you can. You might be able to find a little bit of information. If you just want to make this a fast travel sort of thing where you stock up on whatever you'd like, you can do that as well. How much money do you got? Oh, that's a good question. Hang on. I Are you rich? Fargo. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to find out where my leftover gold is. I'm going to the Silversmith 2 to look for a replacement silver dagger. All right. And uh, I've got 10 gold. I have 16 gold. My feeling is this. For the, for the, for the sake <laughs> of the podcasting audience, we should fast-track the purchase and mm-hmm. be allowed... To pump the 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 dealer for one question, uh, using our highest charisma to obtain some information about some needed information. How's that sound? That sounds like a good idea. That sounds wonderful. So, uh, let's fast track the purchases. How much is a silver dagger or a silver weapon for each each person? There? Silver we- silver arrows. Silver sheep arrows. So let's say you're going to be charged uh, five. You're going to be charged. Three gold per piece for the silver arrows, and five gold for one silver dagger. Okay, um, I have an alternate. I have an alternate plan that will take longer but be cheaper. How about I just melt down, I take my silver in my pockets to the silversmith, melt this down, and and drench my arrow tips in the silver. Yeah, he says he can do that for a gold. Hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Done. Done. Yay. Sale. Yay. But he also yeah. gets to keep the silver that he scrapes out of the mold. That's uh, mine. Keep it. Keep, keep, again, a good. That's a good deal for me. Keep it. Hey, so sucks. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get at least uh, one uh, band of sheaf arrows done in silver. Okay, you've okay. got them. Hey, okay. by the way, by the way, and I'll deduct a gold. No, no, no. Hey, right. by the way, so time, you, out, time, you, out, time out, time out, time out. No, don't let Forrest <laughs> talk. I thought, you, I thought you went to the Crystal Club. Did you change your mind? No, I'm not going to the Crystal Club. Can I stab the guy who owns the silversmith shop oh. while he's looking at... No, do not God. stab the silversmith. Can you? Yes, no. you can. All right. Uh... You should... Can I stab Forbes? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, you can. Yes. 
Besides, using, using my fascinatingly <laughs> high charisma, uh, can I can can we pump the uh, the guy for a piece of needed information? You can ask right, him any question, question and he will answer it honestly. What question do we want to know, Party? I don't know. That's your question. <laughs> you know the dealer. You have two wishes left, sir. <laughs> have you sold anything to the jailer? Where does he live? Do you know about a jailer? Some piece of shit. Is that the question? Yes. No. I would. I would say. Um, where is the, the font of information in this town? Direct us to a tavern where we can find local rumors of goings on and unusual happenings. Well, there's the Crystal Club. That's the uh, the premier place <laughs> where anyone goes. But if you travel, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit more affordable, uh, a little less exclusive, and he kind of looks over uh, Forbes at that time, uh, you can go down four streets, and there's a small little tavern there called the uh, the Dancing Dog. And then he lifts his skirts and runs away. <laughs> he, lifts, he lifts his apron and runs away. What about what about wizard shops? Oh, he's already gone. That's two questions, sir. Two questions. Uh, there's an apothecary. I don't. I don't. I'm not aware of any wizards living in the town. Oh, you don't know anything. <laughs> okay, so can I say, hey, what's that over there? And he turns and can I stab him with my rapier? Um, good sir. Why would there not be any wizards living in the town? Uh, let me resolve this. Uh, yes, if you want to do that, you can do that. Okay, I'm going to do that. Can I see it happening and step in and block it? Yeah, so um, let's see here. So first, here's how we'll resolve this. Uh, you have to roll to hit a, a, a guy whose armor class is 12, and he's surprised. So uh, go ahead and roll. You're going to do triple damage unless... Can I ask you, Forbes, why are you doing this? Uh, you'll find out. So okay, so I just like I'm using my rapier, so I'm just gonna just okay, I'll throw that out there. All right, so yeah, roll the hit. Okay, hold on like a second. A what did I roll like a d20 or just roll like the just the rapier already what's preset? Uh, you just roll your your thaco. Yeah, just just roll on the okay. rapier to hit, and um, I think you're I think you're you have to roll an 18 to hit armor okay. class zero. Is that right? Is that what your thaco was? I think so. Yeah. So that would mean you'd have to roll a eight or higher to hit armor class ten. Okay. Wait one second. And then I'll resolve uh, the rest of the party's pending actions as well. I think those actions will change. Hold on a second, Jesus. And this will do triple damage, um, since it's a backstab. This might be the episode where Forbes is killed by the rest of the party, which is something we've been working on since season one. Okay, so uh, oh, you used your, you pulled out your musket, or are you using your rapier? Oh, uh, well, it was supposed to be the rapier. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yep, no problem. I just want to, you know, the, the boom might draw some attention. Okay, so you reach up to stab mm. with your with your rapier, uh, and immediately. Uh, the Christopher Boer casts mm -hmm. Charm Person, and Allison goes in to block your your attack. So 
I think the first one would be the, we'll have the charm person go first, the spell. And uh, this is going to take probably 45 minutes as Forbes figures out how to save versus the spell. I don't know the cool shopkeep. God, he's... Wait until we get a real villain here. We have a real villain here. You're trying to figure out your save versus spell. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's your wisdom? Is he a fifth level thief? And you get a, it's a, he, he's got a minus five, right? Is that, is that what you're saying, Bor? Yeah, yeah. If he's mm-hmm. the same level as me, his save versus spell is 13. I'm a, I'm a thief. He, if he's a thief or an assassin, because he's backstabbing, he's got the same. This is some good podcasting. Yeah, this yeah, is exciting say, stuff. We call this dead air. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's, that's it's, magic for you. Jesus. Is that about right? So if you look at your character sheet, there is a there is a save. There's already a save there for you, Farjan Winson. <laughs> this is a saving throw versus spell. You know what? I'm just going to roll this for you. How about All that? right, thank I'll just, you. I'll just roll it for you. You need... Yeah, there we go. We, we, Jason, we call that enabling. Yeah, I know. I know. But but I <laughs> I care. I care. For On the... On the other hand, the, the podcast audience is, is uh, cheering you on, so please exactly. proceed. I, hey, by the way, I'm making action happen. I'm stabbing people. I'm getting things done. Yes, which will have the entire city guard coming for us. Right. No, no we'll just stop, for him. Stop, stop pussing out. Come on. Okay, he shakes. He he does. He does save. <laughs> <laughs> so so the spell doesn't have its uh, doesn't have its desired effect, but. <laughs> I thought the save was the number or less. Oh, it is the number or less. You're right. I'm sorry. My apologies. He so, failed. He failed. So, <laughs> so suddenly, you feel a strong urge, and you are going to do what Christopher Boer tells you to do. Tell him to stab himself. Tell him to stab himself. So I'm going to uh, communicate like to him that uh, doesn't he remember he had uh, business at the Crystal Club, and he should go on um, about his business and leave these people alone. Well, I should like go a to chicken. the Crystal Club and be a chump and not stab shopkeepers or giving us crap because I'm a wuss and my name is Christopher Bohr. Yeah, right. I, is, I, is I don't need that kind of trouble on my shoulders when I'm trying to get home. This is a Jedi oh, mind yeah. trick. It's working. Oh, yeah, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> All right. The sword starts to come down. Uh, the Amazon lowers her guard a little bit, but she's still at the ready. And the silversmith turns around, sees that your sword is drawn, but isn't necessarily aware of his danger and says, uh, did you want uh, Did you want me to dip that sword in silver too? Yeah, no, I have he's a going to the Crystal, club, to the crystal the club and then dance with the other party boys. That's obviously what I want to do. My name is Christopher Bohr. <laughs> all right, well, he finishes up your transaction. Uh, you all have what you're after. You're all lame. Unless you want to stop at a, at a blacksmith for more traditional weapons that a silversmith might not have. You yeah, that blacksmith might not be so lucky. I'm just warning you. Um, so, so we bid goodbye to Forbes West as he heads towards the Crystal Club, right? He's going. Yeah, he's charmed, so he's heading Perfect. to the Crystal Club. Vincent. Perfect. Let's go to that dog inn. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you guys can go slum it. You know, I'm going to be with the high class folks, find out where the jailer's at, and I'm going to kick his my, ass. My, my guess is not for long. <laughs> You gonna stab anybody there? 
know, it is a bar. People do get stabbed at bars. Don't act like this is all of a sudden like, oh wow, that's that that, that was a that's a strange place to get stabbed. They, at. Get, they get stabbed at the dancing dog. They don't really get stabbed at the crystal club. <laughs> well, upstairs in the rooms, but it means something different. Right, exactly. Oh, oh well, white cow! Oh, look at that! Look at that cheap that cheap tawdry joke. All right, so so we, we shall we shall, we shall sally forth to the dancing dog. The party's been I'm, split. Yeah. You're going to head to the dancing dog, and uh, Forbes is heading towards the Crystal Club. So we will handle the majority of the party first, so that Forbes will have to be quiet now. Um, and you walk into the dancing dog. It's seedy. People kind of look up when you walk in. These are people that are drunk before lunch, and then they look right back down into their tankards. Excellent. I love this place. Our kind of people. What time of day is it? Uh, it's, uh, say, 2, happy hour. two to 3 o'clock. Ooh, it's Perfect. definitely happy hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to walk up to the bar and can I get an ale and flip a coin on the counter. He grunts and puts a clay mug of ale in front of you. All I'll right. belly up next to the uh, next to Christopher. Same thing. All right. I'm going to go find a table in the corner. Okay. Put my back to put the wall. Put your back against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll head to the bar, put down a gold piece, and say, My friend, I would like your finest Chablis. He oh. takes the gold piece and gives you a mug of ale. <laughs> you too, very nice. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, go back to the ladies' room, too, John. How about that? <laughs> I like Chablis. What is the problem? The, uh, the, the, the barkeep sees you, Allison, in the corner and says, Serving girl won't stop for another hour. you got to come to the bar for your drinks. Mayhaps I will get you a fine drink, my lady. <laughs> and you can do just fine. that. Roofy too. As long as he I doesn't will, have to I walk, will, he's fine. With I will. Him. I will purchase the Amazon and myself lots of liquor. Oh, I would test it. Hepatitis or roofies. So he uncorks a uh, he uncorks a bottle and pours a clear liquid that smells like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Yum! Drink up, my comely lady. Never can tell what's going to happen. Charismatic one, why don't you go wander around the room and get us some information? I was thinking that myself. And leave me in peace. <laughs> For now. Okay, yeah, there's a few denizens. You know, it's uh, no one's eating. They're all drinking, and all of them are pretty well drunk by now. So these are the people that spent yesterday's wages on today's drinks. And when they sober up or have their hangover tomorrow, they'll head back out and get a day's wage and repeat. Ah, do I hear any thieves can't? Uh, you don't. Okay, groovy. Um, I'm going to buy a random stranger a drink and just ask the question, what goes on around here? So he says, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, my wow. pleasure, my good friend. Oh, my God, it's Elvis. <laughs> a working-class man like yourself needs a drink. That's that's what I say. That's what I say. And it Begonia like says, kind of a... no. But I say yes. Yes. This is a very strange town. What do you think of it? It's not strange. that? And what does it do? It's it's not. It's, I don't think anything's very strange about it. Well, I mean, there's no wizards. Well, maybe there's a wizard. Have you oh, looked yeah. in all the doors? No. <laughs> well, see, so you don't I, know. I don't. I don't think there's any wizards here. Oh well, I guess you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Ha! 
Who's in charge of this town? Ah, uh, the Meister Singer. Everybody knows that. Can I? Are you going to finish that? No, <laughs> go right ahead. And he downs that one. Oh! What do you think of the Meister Singer? I think he sings very nicely. Oh! <laughs> I don't usually get this top shelf stuff. What did this cost a <laughs> copper? At least. <laughs> well, Meister Singer is a good singer. He sings really well. When I was a boy, I could sing really well. And then, then what happened? Well, I, the, the wolf came, and I couldn't sing as good anymore. And they said, "John, why don't you, why don't you sing?" And I said, "I, I can't sing. I can't sing." <laughs> because you of see the that wolf. you did, you made him cry. You bastard. <laughs> Bastard! Uh, the the wolf caused you not to sing. Oh, you're just like all the others. Oh, just leave me alone. Leave John alone. And he's crying in his sleep. So there's a there's like the wolf. There's a reoccurring wolf thing in this town. It's weird. Wolves in Ravenloft, I know. <laughs> so the others are kind of looking at you. Uh, some seem bothered by your presence. Others seem hopeful that they'll get a free drink out of you. Uh, I, I could tell you about a wizard. Sure, tell me about a wizard. Well, Let me buy uh, you a drink first. Well, they say, there's a, they say there's a sorcerer that lives in the woods. And he, uh, he turns children into... Um, uh, what do wizards turn children into in your experience? Pies. Generally, pumpkins or roasts. That's it. Pumpkins, roasts, all of them. <laughs> so, how about that drink? Sure. Uh, and, and who is this wizard? And uh, barkeep, a fine drink for my friend. Tell Sorcerer. me more about the wizard. Oh, uh, his. Uh, it, well, no one, no one's seen him, but we all know he's out there. Which direction? Uh, uh, north. North. <laughs> Tell us about werewolves. He gets quiet right away. In fact, the whole room just gets quiet. I take his drink away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reaches you like for it longingly. Longingly. Ringy dingy, bingy lingy. You found what I want to talk about. The bartender says, Robert, no. And he just is looking between the bartender I pull out, and the I drink. I pull out my dagger and I stick it under Robert's throat. Robert, yes. Everyone kind of chairs now are backing up. Several people are stumbling for the exits. Not one. I'm not involved. interested in them in the least. That's I'm fine. But until the rest of the party. In the rest of the party. Robert's eyes are wide. He's trying to look at a dagger that he cannot see that's under his chin, pressing against his throat. I push it in further to his chin. <laughs> so the other people are leaving the building. Is that right? How many people are we talking about? Oh, like maybe five people. They're kind of stumbling to the exits. How many people can a sleep spell take care of? Uh, that's I'm not a wizard. Oh, I, I don't remember. Hold Let's on. say you can take care I, of five. I will, I will move to the to the door, uh, the front door of the tavern, and uh, sort of stand stand in the way of anybody who wants to leave. Okay, a couple try to push past you. They're very inebriated. Well, then I just uh, push back and yeah. fall on their ass. That's that's exactly it. They just kind of fall down. And, and sulk on the floor, uh, 
go for corners. They're not. This is not what they wanted to see happen. The bartender. Okay. Is, now the bartender here is going to say, "Hey, hey, hey! None of that. None of that." I hold off on the sleep spell unless somebody looks like they're gonna actually get out. Yeah, there's no one that seems capable of daring <laughs> escapes. Back to Robert. Tell me all about werewolves if you ever want to tell me anything ever again. They're scary. They, 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 they prey at night. They, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Everyone knows about werewolves. We just don't talk about them. It's bad luck. They'll, they'll visit you in the night if you talk about them. We all know that. You've killed me. You've already killed me. Hold on, pea brain. Excellent. So, basically, talking about werewolves in this town is not a good thing. No, no, it's not. And you'd be wise not to ask questions about them. Well, that shows what you know. I've got a 12 wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Bartender, is Robert a good customer? He pays. So that would be good in this horrible establishment, right? Right. Well, Robert's about to die unless I start finding things out. So there goes your income for the next year before he dies of liver disease. So if you know more than Robert, you should talk. I don't know. The dad... The more. dagger goes in a little bit more. And he yelps, ah, ah! I don't know more than Robert, and if you want to kill him, you can. This town has no shortage of drunks. Well, here's another thing. Once I finish with Robert, you're next. And he just kind of gets quiet. So let's talk about werewolves, and everybody tell me everything I want to know. And, and, and let me offer let me, let me offer some incentive that... We've already killed one, so we're pretty good at that. So if you'd like us to help make your community just a little bit safer, why don't you tell us what we want to know? He appraises the room, and he's looking at each character to see if any of you are going to put a stop to this. So one by one. Christopher, Boer? Nope. I I want to know where this is going. I want to go home. Allison? I was actually thinking of picking up some fire and placing it near some of this bartender's fine furniture. Fire! 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 John? You know, since we just fought one of these werewolves and killed it, one of us may be a werewolf. But we're not. <laughs> John Monk? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like looking through my, my spell book to see what sleep does. So, so, so none of you guys are lawful he's mu- good remotely. He's, he's muttering darkly. There's not a, not a single lawful good, chaotic good among you. All right. No. Nope. Well, this is a fun, fun party. Um, yeah. <laughs> good, but this is that's the other part. He turns and runs to a door that's uh, just right behind him. His quick escape door slams it shut, and you hear it barring from the inside. Uh, Robert, who's got the knife under him, cries, thinking that this spells his death. It probably does, Robert. You're right to cry. (laughs) I don't know what you want from me. Well, let me explain my position. I was recently in the jail doing my civic duty when suddenly all the portcullises locked me in and a werewolf appeared. So it seems your little town set me up to die, and I'm kind of pissed off about that. So I'm going to start killing you one town's member at a time unless someone tells me what's going on 
You're first, Robert. Go. How should I know what's going on? It's a big enough I'd town. There's werewolves. Ah, ah. Through his skull. You <laughs> so you kill him? Yep. All right. We're going to have our first dark powers check. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I look at our first dark powers check. Why don't we have uh, Christopher Boer explain how this works in Ravenloft? Actually, I'll tell you what. Let's end with our first dark powers check. We'll have some uh, fancy editing. Thank you for this episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing old school D&D. You guys made it interesting. I don't know if we're going to finish the campaign because, um, well, you might just all turn evil and then you lose control of your characters. Oh, wait. I thought, what, what if we're already evil? You, you, eventually, if you're evil enough, the dark powers take notice and basically mm-hmm. consume you. And you win. Basically. Well, you lose control of your character. So I oh, guess okay. you win, but you don't finish the adventure. Okay. All right, tune in next week to see if Nick Cole falls to the darkness. Again. Or the darkness falls to Nick Cole. Right. <laughs> this episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D was brought to you by... Phil's Phylactery Protection Program. Safe, sinful security solutions. I'm Chris Porteau, author of the Legacy Fleet novel Avenger, the first Swarm War Book 2, your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boar, our magic user's spousal unit. Go check out the loot shop, our bios, and more at oldschooldnd.com. That's O-L-D-S-C-H-O-O-L-D-N, as in Nancy, D.com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>